0: welcome into to the degenerate gambler your sports gambling podcast i'm robert ash the host of the degenerate gambler this podcast brought to you by anchor.fm the easiest way to make a podcast we got uh three college basketball bets for you and the super bowl On this Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday, that is, the 13th day of February 2022. I do want to leave the podcast off by apologizing for not having a Saturday podcast for the second week in a row. The week before, I was out of pocket, wasn't able to record the podcast. This week, I had trouble with my equipment uh, to get it recorded. I was able to get that fixed, and that's why we have a podcast today. So we're going to go on with three college basketball bets and our Super Bowl bets We'll start things off with college basketball at Madison Square Garden in New York City. The Saint John's Red Storm at 13 and 10 overall, 10-12 and one against the spread. They host the Connecticut Huskies, who are 16 and 7 overall, 11 and 12 against the number. Uh, the Connecticut Huskies, UConn, is a three and a half point favorite. The over/under is 150 and a half. Now, UConn's won six of the last ten meetings with Saint John's. St. John's 6-3-1 against the spread in those last 10 meetings. Looking at UConn's trends first, the Huskies are 1-4 against the spread in their last 5 games. 0-5-1 against the spread in their last 6 against St. John's. 2-4 against the spread in their last 6. 1-4 against the spread in their last 5 games against Big East opponents. The total has gone over in 9 of Connecticut's last 11 games. total has gone over in 5 of UConn's last 6 games on the road. The total's gone under in four of UConn's last five games at St. John's. Four St. John's. They're four 1-1 against the spread in their last six games. Two 10-1 against the spread in their last 13 games at home. Four 1-1 against the spread in their last six games against Big East opponents. The total's gone over in each of St. John's' last five games against Connecticut. The total's gone under in four of St. John's' last five games hosting Connecticut. Uh, and the total's gone over in seven of Saint John's last nine games played in the month of February. Injury wise, injury wise, A Cook A Cook uh, is out with a foot injury for the Connecticut Huskies, so they will be without A Cook once again. Uh, Julian Champagne with a hip injury is questionable. I do <coughs> excuse me, I do expect him to play against UConn on Sunday. Posh Alexander also questionable with an ankle injury. I also expect him. Uh, to play in this one. Now, the Huskies coming into this game losers of three of their last four. They're coming off a loss on Friday night to Xavier, 74-68. to 68. St. John's losers of three of their last five. They're coming off a 75-69 loss uh, to Villanova uh, last uh, Tuesday, or this past Tuesday. Now, these two teams have already met back on January 12th, it was UConn at home, knocking off St. John's, 86 to 78. Again, UConn is a three and a half point favorite. The over/under 150 and a half, and I'm going to take the Huskies minus three and a half in this one. Uh, the fact is, there's not a whole lot to like about St. John's. You're going to have them without uh, with their two of their best players, and Pasha Alexander and Julian Champagne, uh playing not at 100 percent. Uh, UConn's played quite a few games without a cook, a cook. So they have, uh, been able to withstand that. Now they have lost three of their last four entering this game. Uh, but I think the Huskies are the better team. The spread's only three and a half. Uh, basically it's a two score spread, a two basket spread. I'll go ahead and take the Huskies. I'll give up the three and a half points at home against, or excuse me, on the road against St. John's. Now, next up, we're going to go to uh, Mackey Arena in West Lafayette, Indiana. The Purdue Boilermakers, 21-4, 13-12 against the spread. They're going to host the Maryland Terrapins, who are 11-13 overall, 9-15 against the number. Purdue is a 15.5-point favorite. The over-under is at 148.5. Now, Purdue's won six of the last ten meetings with Maryland. Maryland's 6-2-2 two two against the spread in those last uh 10 meetings. Maryland 5-1 and one against the spread in their last six games against Purdue. 4 oh and one against the spread in their last five games at Purdue. 1-4 against the spread in their last five games played on a Sunday. Also, the total's gone over in four of Maryland's last six games on the road. For Purdue, the Boilermakers 0-4-1 oh against the spread in their last five games hosting Maryland. 5-2 against the spread in their last seven games played in February the total's gone under in five of Purdue's last six games against the Maryland. The total's gone over in five of Purdue's last six games against Big Ten opponents. And the total's gone over in four of Purdue's last five games played on a Sunday. Injury-wise, uh, Maryland looks to be good to go, as is Purdue. Maryland, losers of five straight and six of their last eight. They're coming off a 110.87 uh, 87 pasting at Iowa on Thursday. Meanwhile, Purdue had a six game winning streak snapped at Michigan, losing badly 82 to 58 to the Wolverines. Again, the uh, spread is uh, Purdue minus 15 and a half, the over under at 148 and a half. And as I've done with Purdue quite often and been successful with, we're going to take the over on Purdue at 148 and a half. Purdue is not a very good defensive team. Uh, when you look at them, on the defensive side of things, the Boilermakers uh, give up about 43% shooting. They give up 34% from three. Uh, they give up about 70 points per game, and that's all middle to pack in college basketball. But Purdue, offensively, they're the most efficient offense in college basketball. Uh, statistically, they're fifth in the country in scoring at 83 points per game, third in the country in three-point percentage at 40.5% third in the country in field goal percentage at 50.5%. So this is a team uh, that's as efficient offensively as any team has been in college basketball in the uh, (coughs) Ken Palm era. Matter of fact, produce efficiency rating right now uh, is a Ken Palm record. Uh, If it stays this way, it's going to top last year's Gonzaga team. Uh, for the most efficient offense in the Ken Palm era, which dates back to about 2002. And uh, so when you when it comes to the Boilermakers, it's about uh, them offensively and the, the struggles they have on defense. So it's high-scoring games. I don't think Vegas is quite caught up to that when it comes to Purdue. And that's something that's going to be uh, on a plus side for us. Because we're going to continue to take Purdue. We're going to continue to take the over until Vegas catches up, if they catch up. Uh, so the over 148.5 is the play for Purdue at home against Maryland. All right, our final bet, uh, we will go to Carville Hawkeye Arena in Iowa City. The Iowa Hawkeyes, 16-7 overall, 13-10 against the spread. They host the Nebraska Cornhuskers, who are 7-17 overall. Thirteen and eleven against the number. Iowa, a seventeen point favorite. The over/under is one fifty-seven and a half. Now Iowa is six and four against Nebraska in their last ten games. The two teams have split their last ten games against the spread at five wins apiece. Four Nebraska, five and one against the spread in their last six games. Four and one against the spread in their last five. Five and one against the spread in their last six against Big Ten opponents. Also, the total's gone over in 13 of Nebraska's last 19 games. Total's gone over in 5 of Nebraska's last 6 games played in the month of February. Iowa, 2-4 against the spread in their last 6 games. 11-4 against the spread in their last 15 games played on a Sunday. The total's gone over in 8 of Iowa's last 11 games. The total's gone over in Iowa or 5 of Iowa's last 6 games against Nebraska. The total has gone over in seven of Iowa's last 10 games. And the total has gone over in eight of Iowa's last 11 games against Big Ten opponents. Injury-wise, looks like uh, both teams look to be good to go. As C.J. McCaffrey made his way back uh, uh, in Iowa's last game uh, back on Thursday against Maryland. So when you we look at this, the last 10 games, Nebraska snapped a nine-game losing streak by knocking off Minnesota. Uh, back on Wednesday 78 to 65 was the final score. Now Iowa has won two in a row. They um, waxed Maryland on Thursday 110 to 87. As we look at the schedule, the see if these two teams have played so far uh, have already played this season. Uh, the answer to that is no, this is actually the only no, it's not the only meeting. They meet again February 25th in Lincoln. So the first of two meetings between these two teams, Iowa and Nebraska. Again, Iowa a 17-point favorite. The over-under is 158. And we're going to take the over 158 with this matchup between Iowa and Nebraska. Same thing applies when it comes to Iowa as the place to Purdue. Pretty good on offense, not so good on defense. Iowa's sixth in the country in scoring at 83 points per game. Uh, They shoot 46% from the field, 35% from three-point range. But defensively, Iowa gives up 71 points per game, which is 237th in the country. They allow 43% from the field, which is 202nd. They allow 33.7% from three-point range, which is 201st in all of college basketball. Conversely, Nebraska's offense, uh, they do average 72.4 points per game. Uh, Their middle of the pack and field goal percentage at 43%. Uh, They're near the bottom in the country in three-point percentage at 30.8%. But Nebraska, like uh, Iowa, struggling on defense. Nebraska, 351 teams in Division I basketball, by the way. Nebraska's 345th in points allowed at 78.1 points per game. They're 241st in field goal percentage defense, 277th in three-point defense uh, going into this matchup. It aches for a high-scoring game. The spread, uh, the over-under spread at 158 is fairly high, uh, but I don't think it's high enough. And I think this is a game in which Iowa could end up in the 90s, Nebraska end up in the 70s. So that's already 160. The spread's 158. So we're going over 158 on the Nebraska-Iowa matchup in Iowa City. So our three college basketball bets are uh, the Connecticut Huskies minus 3.5 at St. John's, over a 1 of 48.5 in Maryland's matchup with Purdue, And over 158 in the Nebraska-Iowa matchup taking place in Iowa City. We'll take a quick break, come back, and we'll have our Super Bowl bets for you here in just a moment. This is the Degenerate Gambler. Welcome back into the Degenerate Gambler, your sports gambling podcast. It's time now for our Super Bowl Sunday picks as the Los Angeles Rams, 15-5 overall, 10-10 against the spread. Take on the Cincinnati Bengals, 13-7 overall. 13-7 13-7 and seven against the number. The Rams come in a four-point favorite. The over-under is at 48-and-a-half. Now, the Rams have won four of the last seven meetings overall with Cincinnati. The Rams are 5-1-1 one one against the spread in those uh, last seven meetings. Uh, weather won't be much of a factor. Sunny and 76 degrees at kickoff is what's expected. Winds out of the west-southwest at 10 miles per hour the wind field impact should not matter because in SoFi Stadium, it is enclosed. So as we take a look at the trends with these two teams, the LA Rams 6-3 against the spread in their last nine games, 5-1-1 one and one against the spread in their last seven against Cincinnati, 1-5 against the spread in their last six games against AFC opponents. Also, the total has gone over in four of the Rams' last five games on the road even though this game is considered a home game uh, for the Rams as it is in their home stadium. Now the total has gone under in four of the Rams' last five games when playing at Cincinnati, but again, this is a neutral site matchup, but a trend nonetheless. Cincinnati, 7-0 against the spread in their last seven games. 5-0 against the spread in their last five. 5-0 against the spread in their last five games played on a Sunday. The total's gone under in four of Cincinnati's last five games. The total's gone under in five of Cincinnati's last five games against the Rams. Uh, The total's gone over in five of Cincinnati's last seven games at home. Uh, As we look at injuries now, uh, Tyler Higbee, the starting tight end, he is out with a knee injury, uh, so he will miss this game as will Jason Noteboom. Uh, Their starting tackle, pectoral injury, he's also out for the Super Bowl. Now, with Higby going on IR, they were able to uh, activate uh, Debian Henderson Jr. Uh, He's been out with a knee injury since week 16. He's upgraded to probable. I do expect him to play. He'll be the backup to Cam Akers at the running back position. Uh, Meanwhile, for Cincinnati, their big injury was C.J. Uzoma, who uh, sprained his MCL in the AFC Championship game. He has been upgraded to probable and is expected to play in this matchup with the L.A. Rams. That's the major injury on the front for Cincinnati. Now, again, the Rams are a four-point favorite. The over-under is at 48.5. Uh, 59% of the bets, 71 or 73% of the money is actually coming in on the Rams at minus four. Uh, on the over-under... Uh, 62% of the money, 55% of the bets coming in on the under 48.5. So we're going to make this a 3-for-1 bet. We are going to take the Bengals plus 4. We're also going to take the Bengals on the money line at plus 172. And we're going to take the under 48.5 in this matchup between the Rams and Bengals. Look, under has been the play in the playoffs. All but three playoff games since the playoffs began, have finished on the under. Two of the three that did not finish on the under involved the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs aren't playing in this game. Uh, Both teams have really good offenses, but both teams have underrated defenses. Maybe the Rams aren't as underrated as Cincinnati's defense is. For the Bengals to do what they did last week, after looking horrible for nearly two quarters against uh, Kansas City, I should say two weeks ago, uh, from the third quarter on, the Bengals held the Kansas City Chiefs in their potent offense to three points. They've got the personnel on defense to keep the Rams' offense in check. Obviously, the Rams have the personnel on defense to keep the Bengals' offense in check. That's why the under 48.5, I think, is uh, the number one play in this three-parter. Uh, I feel more confident about the under 48.5 than I do, the plus four with Cincinnati, or the money line on the Bengals, but we're making all three bets So we're going to take the Bengals plus 4, the under 48.5 in this matchup with the Rams, and the Bengals on the money line at plus 172. So with that, we're going to wrap up the uh, podcast for today. We do thank you for listening. Remember, you can rate and subscribe to the podcast. You can do so at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, anywhere you listen to podcasts. And until tomorrow, this is The Degenerate Gambler we